Welcome to the Change Lives, Changing Lives podcast and this sermon recap, an abbreviated recap of what I just shared with our congregation at Locust Hill Baptist Church in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. My name is Michael Hodge, and I want to thank you for joining me as we just walk through very quickly what I share with our congregation from Acts chapter 6 and 7. And as we get started, let me just throw out this idea. Life is full of choices. Every day we're faced with countless decisions, and while many of them are minor and insignificant, others will truly alter the direction of our lives. But let's be honest, what you finally settled on for breakfast this morning has no long-term life effects. In fact, so much of what we decide each day really is just us defaulting back to our previous choices. How often do you simply repeat what you've done before, ordered before, just to make it easy? I would definitely say I am guilty of that. Our Thursday morning men's prayer group We go to breakfast after our prayer time, and as we go to the nearby restaurant, the employees now call out my order as I come up to the line. So far deeper than just what you order for breakfast, though, is a decision that impacts your life forever. And as we think about the example of Jesus and the decisions that alter our lives, I think about the initial call of the disciples. We talked about this this past Wednesday night at our church as we're walking through the series The Call by Francois Carr. There was nothing in the disciples that made them superstars for their future assignment. And yet, Francois Carr noted in the book the disciples quite often lacked faith, commitment, power, and yet Jesus called them to their life-changing step. He said, come, follow me. And so never could they have imagined the adventure that was ahead of them. All that they knew was they encountered him He changed their lives, and his call was clear. I was listening to the Kerry Newhoff Leadership Podcast this week, and he had John Acuff on the podcast. And John Acuff was talking about how we often set goals using the image of a ladder. But he said the problem is people look at a 12-foot ladder, and they imagine their goals with only two rungs on it, one rung at the bottom and one rung all the way at the top. But imagine rungs all along the way, six inch rungs, every six inches, could you climb to the top of a ladder if you've got rungs all along the way? Well, as we think about that and that image of our decisions, the disciples didn't receive their final assignment, the last rung. Instead, they were invited to simply take their first step, come, follow me. So as we opened up Acts chapter 6 leading into Acts chapter 7 for the message this morning, the question we considered was, what is your next step? So much of what we propose in following Christ is really a rung at the bottom and a rung all the way at the top, ignoring the journey that God is leading towards on the way. But let's consider the first or the next step that Christ is leading us to take. And let's ask that question, what is the next choice and step and my experience of God's good plan for my life. Now, let me set up the text that we looked at this morning. If you've not been with us in the previous messages, we've just been walking through each chapter of the book of Acts, leading up to this midway point in Acts chapter 6. Having received warnings, they've received increasing threats. What we have observed in the New Testament church was their great determination to be faithful in their witness, to speak the name of Jesus. 
And the individual at the center of the story today is an individual named Stephen. We were first introduced to Stephen last week as we saw that first group of disciples named. And, and Stephen was described in this way. He was a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. And so he was one of those seven original men set apart by the church to serve. The early church was growing, the ministry needs were increasing, and Stephen was among that group set apart. He was ready. And so here in Acts, there have been lots of exciting things happening up to this point. But in the midst of this growing excitement, as we return to Acts chapter 6 this week, what we encounter, here's a spoiler alert, we encounter persecution to the point of martyrdom. And so Stephen was bold in his witness, but it cost him his life. And so as we look at this picture of Stephen's boldness, the image that I began with comes actually from Jeremiah. I was reading in my own Bible study, the book of Jeremiah, just walking through those early chapters of Jeremiah. And there was a really fascinating image in Jeremiah chapter one. It says this, but you speaking to Jeremiah, dress yourself for work, arise and say to them everything that I command you. What a perfect image as we think about Stephen's ministry. Stephen was not in the spotlight for very long. We're introduced to him in chapter 6. By chapter 7, he's delivering his bold message. He is a Peter-like figure speaking before the religious leaders of the day. And that image that we find in the Old Testament of Jeremiah was this. Get yourself ready. Be prepared. Stephen was ready. And as we look at his life, we see that he followed the example of Jesus. You can look in your Bible in those early verses of chapter 6. And then in this section, verses 11 through 15, it's amazing to look at the story of Stephen and see how it really does mirror that of Jesus. Stephen was falsely accused and brought with false charges. And we know the same thing happened of Jesus. And so when I look at Stephen's life, I see a man who, one, set the example of servant leadership, and two, a man whose only claim to fame was how well he revealed Christ at work in him. He chose to follow the example of Jesus, humility, daily reliance. Tony Morita, he offered these clarifying words connecting Stephen with the example of Jesus. He said, he was empowered like Jesus, he spoke with unanswerable wisdom like Jesus, and he endured a trial like Jesus. And with that, Stephen launches into quite a long sermon at this point, 52 verses long. Don't worry, we're not going to walk through it. We didn't walk through it in our sermon at Locust Hill today. Instead, let's just pull some quick principles from what Stephen proclaimed, and I'll let this be the core of what I share with you. What does it mean to follow the Word of God? In Acts chapter 7, verse 1, you read, The high priest said, Are these things so? It was a four-word question, are these things so? And as they sought to comprehend this movement of Jesus' followers, Stephen literally took them through the entire story of the Bible. He preached 1,100 years of Bible history. So let's just make a few quick observations. The first one is this, we follow the Word of God as His instructions lead us into deeper faith. The first individual that Stephen pointed to was Abraham. And we know Abraham was willing to go out from the land he was in without knowing where he was going. The word in verse 3 is, the land that I will show you. Avery Willis said this in the book On Mission with God. He said, God is at work everywhere all the time. When you adjust your life to join him where he is working, 
you are dropped into the timeline of his global and eternal kingdom activity. Abraham placed a spiritual marker in the ground when he chose to walk in obedience. So the word leads us to deeper faith, but it also this, it leads us to the call of obedience that costs us deeply. And that was true of Abraham's life, but it also was true of Joseph. He was the second individual that Stephen pointed to. Like Jesus, Joseph was rejected by his own. His brothers sold him into slavery. And also, like Jesus, Joseph would ultimately save his brothers. And yet, as we're faithful to yield our lives to the Word of God, that picture of costing us deeply, we also find out that it reveals the purpose for our life. From Abraham to Joseph to Moses, Stephen continued walking through the story. Moses, for example, was not destined for wandering in the desert. His purpose was God's purpose. God had a clear purpose for Moses, pointing all attention to the great I Am. And so we follow the Word because it reveals our purpose, but also this, we follow the Word while the world around us rejects all that He declared. In verses 39 to 40, we read these words in Acts 7, Our fathers refused to obey Him, but thrust him aside, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. And what a crazy idea this is. They have come out of captivity, and now as they're out of captivity, they begin to fashion an idol that they're going to give credit for their departure from Egypt. It's foolishness. So we follow the word even when the world around us rejects all that he declared. And with that, Stephen quickly raced through the kings and temple and prophets as he turned the spotlight off of history and onto them and their story. We follow the word of God because it points us to our only hope, Jesus Christ. In verse 51 and 52, he says, As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. So Stephen's message was very confrontational. He pointed them to their only hope. And then what we see in Acts chapter 7 is this. He then just placed his life before the Lord because he chose to trust the plan of God. There is no doubt he could see the growing anger, the rage of those that were hearing his message. You can see this in verses 54 to 60. When Luke was writing these words, it says he fell asleep. It was too painful for even Luke to write the words, they killed him. Because of Stephen's bold witness, undeterred by the counsel in front of them, Stephen had pointed them to the truth of God's word, and then he chose to trust the plan of God. In Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis wrote these words, The moment you have self at all, there is the possibility of putting yourself first, wanting to be the center, wanting to be God, in fact. You know, what we see here in Stephen is an excellent example of an individual who said, It's not about me. I refuse to make this story about my acclaim, my applause. And so he boldly proclaimed the gospel. Tony Morita writes these words, It reminds us that while Stephen fell asleep in this life, he awoke in glory. For as sure as he suffered and died like Christ, he was guaranteed to be resurrected like Christ. What I want to observe and just apply to our lives as we close out this recording is this, the statement, I give you my life. Stephen literally offered his life to the Lord. 
but it was a decision that he'd made long before this tragic scene unfolded. His servant heart was recognized by the church as he was selected by the church. God had already done that work of preparation, shaping Stephen's life. So as he came to this place of confrontation, it really was just the overflow of his existing faith. He didn't wait until this moment to be prepared to be used by God. He surrendered his life long before this moment. And as we come to the close, I just say this. Though our focus often turns to the martyrdom of Stephen that happened at this moment in Acts chapter 7, really our invitation is this. Not that we're going to lose our life, but that we're going to live our lives for the Lord. Are we willing to give the Lord our lives, or are we going to keep him at a distance? Acts 6 and 7 in the story of Stephen It really shows bold faith, bold witness, and the example of a life fully surrendered to the Lord. And my prayer is that we will live for Christ with that same determination that led Stephen to lay down his life for the Lord. Here's the question. Are we willing to give the Lord our lives? That's the question we close with. And I want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness to listen to these sermon recaps and just to have a heart for studying God's Word along with us. I hope you have a great day today. I look forward to when you can join us very soon at Locust Hill Baptist Church as we see lives changed by Christ.